Welcome everybody back to Box to Box here on KCOU 88.1 FM. Today is Monday, April 24th, and Wrexham AFC are officially football league bound. Oh, I clicked the wrong button. Sorry, Grant. There you go. <laughs> They're football league bound. Um, that's the news we're going to league with because uh, we have to get into a lot worse news for Grant. Yeah. So, the, oh, I think I'm. I think you can hear me now. There we go. Yeah, there it is. Um, and and we'll dive into. You know that. what, Jack? I'm just gonna switch mics because four always gives us problems. Let's just go on three today. Okay. Sorry. He's he's making an audible. Um. Yeah. Wrexham Wrexham uh, Wrexham Association Football Club, I believe, is the yeah. the official name. Um. Is in the football league, the Fighting Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. They won in the their, football league first time for 15 years. They won the National League, so they're back. Longest any team's ever been in the National League. Yeah. Led ever. by led by Ben Foster and Ryan Reynolds and Paul Mullen. Yeah, Paul Mullen, great striker. Um, they're back, so that's good news. Um, we have we have plenty to talk about today. They'll be on. You'll be able to watch them in America so much easier now. Yeah, because yeah, ESPN Plus has the EFL rights. All the EFL. I bet. I bet they stream almost every game oh, of Wrexham. No doubt. No doubt. Wrexham will be the Lakers of yes of, of League Two. League Two. They can get whatever national TV games they want. I um, mean, they were on ESPN Two for an FA Cup game against like a eighth tier team. Right, right. Yeah. So. Yeah, whatever Wrexham you can get, give it to us. But congratulations to Wrexham. Shout out Ryan Reynolds. Have you seen the scenes? Have you watched Ben Foster's vlog yet? No. Oh, you got to watch that. It was awesome. Did he, he? He went through. He took everyone through the whole thing. Yeah, he's been he's been doing it ever since he resigned. He's been doing it match days and uh, nice. GoPro and the goal again. Yeah, it was a great signing. I mean, that's a it's a guy with a lot of experience. He said he might come back too. There you go. And the thing is too, why it's big for Wrexham is they'll. They'll be while they have all the money to sign the big players. Like that's why they got Paul Mullen, Ali Palmer, Ben Foster to come out of retirement and sign. Um, they'll have the um, what am I trying to say? They have the they have the clout now being a football league team with the money of maybe a low championship player, a high league one sure. player instead of going back up. Hey, look, you can come to Wrexham. There's a docu-series about you, you'll have so much clout. Yeah, you, you can get, get more FaceTime. Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, you, if they have other business ventures they want to go through, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney are two of the most famous people on earth right now, especially in the sporting world, just through Wrexham, especially Ryan Reynolds, is you can have so much clout and FaceTime and get paid a lot more than a low championship high league one team will pay you. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how their kind of influence puts puts on like the salary of the actual player, but certainly with like a docu series. I think I think the salary is cuz I think Paul Mullen is making a lot more money. Is he? At, oh yeah, he's he made a lot more money at I think he, he was on like a 30,000 30 pound pound a week wage, Deal which with, is like with Rexham. So yeah, I mean, I guess there there's some incentive yeah, they there have, as well. they have clout to Give more money. Yeah, I think the I think the more important point you make is that yeah, with a a docu series with Ben Foster making videos with yeah. so much media attention that's going to be on this team. Yeah, there's going to be guys that hey, I'll go on loan to Wrexham and that's how yeah. I'll get recognized. And then you know maybe whatever team I was at before, I'll give me some game time because they saw me play in such a high quantity. Yeah, um, where you otherwise might not have at another League Two team. So yeah, shout yeah. out Wrexham. Um, they're pushing for promotion. They, uh, they were promoted. Or they're sorry, they, they have pushed how, for promotion successfully. Well, they are promoted. 
I how far do you think they go before it starts getting tough where they're in a league for three, four seasons? Like I think they should be I think realistically they should be in the championship in seven or eight years with the money if it if they the program keeps working and efficient like it is now. Yeah, that's a it's a difficult question. I think it's just very yeah. different depending on the club. Uh League two's easier to get promoted out of than the National League too. Yes, because there's there's more spots. Four spots, yeah. Um that's a good point. Yeah, it's it's tough. Uh the competition obviously changes every year with the teams that drop down, the other ones that come yeah. up. You don't really know. I mean, there's you can look at Bournemouth, the team that promoted all the way to the Prem in like eight years or yeah. however long it was a, a while back. From the National League? Right. Or no, no, from League Two. I'm sorry. Yeah. No team's ever gone National League to Prem. Yeah, so you know, you can you can go on that kind of a, yeah. and that was definitely on the, the quick side of, yes. of getting yeah. up there. So that speaks to just how difficult it is. I, I, I don't know if I could put a number on it. Well, you also have Salford City, who's been in League Two since 2017-18, who mm. has the most money in League Two with the class of '92 being their owners, who you saw play. Right. Um, they are in the League Two playoffs currently. They're in seventh. But once you get into that football league, it's a little tough. I think. I think a realistic goal should be be a top half League One team in five years. I, and I think. I think that's a that's a positive. Do I think that Wrexham should be promoted from League Two in five years? Yes. Like just sure. I, it's just like it's one of those things that with the money they have and can spend, eventually it would come together within five years. Would I be shocked if they were promoted this next year? No. Yeah, sure. I yeah, I think that's that's fair and that's a good ambitious yeah. thing to shoot for if you're if you're those owners, which they're certainly going to do. Oh yeah, um, because they want to you know bring yeah. as much success as they can. But I, yeah, I think it's League One Championship when it starts getting really tough. Obviously, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it gets it gets congested there in the in the English football system. Yeah. I've had to explain how it works to so many people it's because awesome. they see they just see the headline mm-hmm. and then they're like, "What does that mean?" They're love, league bound. This like, is one. Of, yeah, I agree. This is one of my favorite times of the year. Not even because of Champions League and stuff. It's because it's the awesome European races. You have your teams like Aston Villa trying to get. You know, European spots, the relegations in all the leagues, and the promotion pushes in all the leagues are awesome. Just even if you're not watching it, to just see like fans going crazy and highlights like Sunderland got a big win the other day. Now they're in sixth in the promotion. Like just seeing that stuff is really cool. And I love, I personally always watch the championship playoff final. Yeah, it's that's that's you that's a can't miss. I always tell people that's the most intense tournament people have because that's what you're you're fighting for. a uh, huge amount of it's money. It's the most lucrative and, game in yeah. sports history in the world yeah. every year because even last in the Prem makes like 190 million. The difference, pounds. Yeah. yeah, the difference is huge. Speaking of the Premier League, uh, we had a lot of games. Yes, match week 32, things are heating up. Um, it's it's coming down to the wire, and I don't really know where to start. So I again went in just chronological order. Let's so, start with. No, we're jumping in the chaos right away. The chaos we're, of Friday. We're jumping in the chaos right right away. Friday, uh, starting at the top of the Premier League table, Arsenal three, Southampton three. Um, congratulations! This is my formal, my formal congratulations, Manchester City, on winning the Premier League Woo! title. You guys have you guys have done it. All uh, Man City has to do is draw. Yep. They, on Wednesday, if they if they can draw Arsenal and win out, it's a it's a free path to the to the. To the Prem, to winning the Prem. Yeah. Um, so I was, so Jack, I was on a golf course. Play, well, I was playing golf during this game, and mm. I wasn't like worried about missing this game because I didn't think it would be a good game. And then I like I streamed the whole first half after Southampton scored, and then my stream just broke for the whole second half. That is a bummer. So I couldn't watch the end. Um, but yeah, I just, 
it feels like it's kind of done and dusted, doesn't it? Yeah. So because coming into this week, Wednesday, we were thinking if City doesn't does anything but win, Arsenal still has full control of this, and now it's like City now have room for error, which right. is dangerous. Right, definitely. It's it, it has left the door wide open. So Arsenal, it was the three three game. It was at Arsenal. Atmosphere looked wild. It and was then insane. Twenty seconds in, Aaron Ramsdale, Arsenal's goalkeeper, decided to try a pass for who knows why, right down basically the middle of his own box. Uh, gets intercepted very easily by Carlos Alcaraz, not the tennis player. Shout out the tennis player Carlos Alcaraz is very good. Um, who is a 20-year-old Argentinian forward for Southampton? Scored that put them up one nil, um, and then it was a Theo Walcott revenge game. It also, was a Theo Walcott revenge game. Also, Alcaraz did the the, the as a celebration. So did um, Yes, that's right. Uh, and then Theo Walcott scored. Former Arsenal forward put him two nil up. Um, Arsenal got one back, and then Southampton scored again. Uh, in the second half before Martin Odegaard in the 88th and then Saka pulling them all the way, well, not all the way back, but enough to salvage the two points. And then Trossard hit the crossbar. Yes, there was more late drama. Trossard hit the crossbar. Um, They had like another sitter toward the end that they missed. There was like nine minutes of added time at the end of this game. The XG in this game is absurd. 2.59 to 1.33. Yep. With Arsenal... 25 total shots. Yeah, Arsenal like only like, six on target. Put their foot on the in the game for sure. Like midway through the first half, through until Southampton scored that third goal, they just kind of made a chance out of nowhere. The thing is, too, is this is heartbreaking for Southampton. A win puts them only two points out of a relegation zone. Like miraculously, this would be. I think if they won this game and somehow escaped out of the prem or out of relegation, this would be one of the greatest escapes you've ever seen. Yeah, uh, I mean, it would that would be certainly a start to one if they beat the, the team at the Even, top of the table. Well, but. I do have to say, though, a point here is a start to one. Sure. I know you're still four points out, but all of a sudden you win versus Bournemouth, who, which is a winnable game, or Nottingham. Other than that, they don't really have games I would say they are favored to win. But if you beat Bournemouth and you're one point out, and anything can happen. Yeah. So, like, this relegation battle is probably going to come down to goal differential or a point in that could have been huge for Southampton. Definitely. And I think, you know, if it is a season where you are going to finish bottom, the memory of of possibly ripping the Premier League title out of the top yeah. team's hands is still a pretty good yeah. one for Southampton fans. But yeah, I mean, this was a wild game. Saka scored at the very end to, you know, salvage a point for Arsenal. So it's not, I guess, all doom and gloom. It was pretty funny, like, trying to hear Peter Drury, who was commentating on this game, and then the Arsenal fans just, like, how they were trying yeah. to process this when the game ended because it was like, well, do we cheer for the do, point? Yeah, do, do we, we do we cheer because we pulled the game back and didn't yeah. lose, or should we like boo because they drew three three to Southampton? Yeah, it's it, it's a messy messy result for sure. Um, so, like we said, Arsenal are still in first. They're on seventy five points, but they five played clear. They played thirty two games. City are on seventy points. Have only played thirty games. They did not play this weekend because they were in the FA Cup, which we'll get to later. Um, but, we have a ton to talk about today. Um, but yeah, it was yeah, it was five points chaos. clear, two games in hand. City do. It, it's tough to imagine a world unless. Arsenal beats Man City. Right. But even then, Arsenal beating Man City, they'd be eight points up with two games in hand. The title race wouldn't be over. Right. So that's that, uh, that's what I was going to get to, too. That, I'm going to put a game of the year stamp on that. 
Game of the year in the Premier League this Wednesday, 2 p.m. Oh, yes. City Arsenal. Yeah. If Arsenal do win that game, like Grant said, it is also in Manchester. It's at the Etihad. But it is in Arsenal's hands then if Arsenal beat Manchester City. Yes. Um, yes, that would that would put Arsenal eight points clear. you got to think, with, though, a point for City, it, it's bigger for City than Arsenal. Yes. Yeah. This game. I mean, this game means uh, a lot to both of these teams. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think whichever way this goes, um, if it's not a win for Arsenal, it's pretty hard to see them holding on. Yeah. And not letting it slip away from them. So, yeah. I mean, it's an awesome game. Major major bag fumblers at the end of this season. Yep. This is their third draw in a row um, after drawing two two with both West Ham and Liverpool. Um, yeah. City, congrats! That's my formal congratulations. I think it's done. I, I think, think City done. are gonna. I think yeah. City are gonna thrash them on Wednesday. And oh, I think, I think they might win like four to one. Maybe. I mean, they. they I think. They, you know what I think? Well, okay. This is really dumb, but it kind of reminds me of this. Was that? Do you remember the Tottenham Arsenal game? It was like the thirty seventh game. Winner got Champions League, and Tottenham thrashed them like three zero. Mm-hmm. The moment was too big for Arsenal at that point. It just seems they're not doing any momentum. Uh, yeah, and that's what that's what was happening. Tottenham clawed their way back because Arsenal had no momentum. That's what it feels like this game. Like it feels like a team that just has kind of fallen apart in the big time. And that's what a lot of people have talked about is Arsenal don't have that experience of being able to close it out. And it seems like my worst fear coming in for like the last four months of the season is going to come true. Arsenal second, Tottenham fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's. But you did say you didn't want them to win the Premier League title. So. I did, but I said I'd rather them win and us get and, fourth. Uh, and champions. Yeah. Okay, so that would have yeah. been ideal. But um, if y- we don't win, at least Arsenal. Or if we don't get top four, at least Arsenal will not win. Right. Um, and to spoiler alert, the FA Cup game for City. I mean, they're still they're playing for the treble still. Yeah, it was so, so boring. They played Sheffield. Like, they did. What a boring game. They did. Um, I'll rattle off a couple more Premier League results here. Um, we had Fulham leads. We had the, the bat- American the, Derby. The American Derby. I was just going to say. Ream uh, on Aronson crime. Yep. Uh, Anthony Robinson got an assist for, I think, Fulham's second goal. Um, and then the first goal was scored by a former Liverpool legend, Harry Wilson. Had the to goat. Shout, had, to, had to shout him out. Welshman. The Welshman, um, yeah. Good win for Fulham. Again, this is kind of just a mid-table game. Doesn't really mean I'm too much for either team. Um, you did mention the relegation scrap, though. We had a, a very much a Deitch ball game where Everton had a guy sent off and still managed to draw Huge Crystal Palace. Point. Now they're even, especially with Leicester's win, right. getting, they stay even. Huge. Yeah, so around the relegation zone, you have Everton and Leicester who are battling to, to survive and for that last spot. And like Grant said, they're both on 28 points right now because Leicester beat Wolves, which is a big result, 2 1. Um, Leicester came back, they had, a couple, I think, a couple penalties. Uh, that they scored. But yes, they're up on goal differential right now. Them and Everton are both on 28 points. Everton tied Palace. So all to play for for them. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I big, huge since Leicester got points for Everton mm-hmm. to get a point. Um, your dumb Liverpool ruined what would have been awesome. Why couldn't it just stay 2 2? And have three teams tied on points in the relegation scrap. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, had Nottingham Forest tied Liverpool. I watched this game. Uh, Liverpool won three to two. This was a good game. It was a good game. Liverpool finally. I, I don't remember when the last time they've won two games in a row was, but they've done it now. Liverpool twice. Liverpool has a real chance for Europa. 
Oh, Maybe they did Champo. Last time they won two games in a row was March 1st. They beat Wolves 2 nothing, and then March 5th. What happened in that game, Grant? March 5th? Do you know what happened? Did, it's my oh, Twitter header. That's oh, your it's almost as if, like, one, two, seven, <laughs> zero? Seven, seven oh, goals okay. against Manchester United. When do you think zero. the last time Tottenham won back-to-back games is? is it, it's probably longer, way longer ago. They that's beat our, that's our last February game, 19th and February 26th. They beat West Ham 2-0 and then Chelsea 2-0. And that's when go. I thought, oh, <laughs> the season's going to be okay. Then we yeah. lost to Sheffield, Wolves, beat Nottingham, drew Southampton, yeah, drew Everton. It's going to end okay. But yeah, How did Tottenham beat Brighton? I don't know. I don't know. It's good. That's a good result for Liverpool, though. Liverpool, Very good result Liverpool, Liverpool jumped Brighton, so they're in uh, seventh. Had... Um, and there's another game that was just this week, kind of randomly. Brentford, Aston Villa. Had Brentford held on to that one nil win, yeah, um, should have held on. Yeah, they could have. They could have. Uh, Liverpool could have jumped all the way to sixth, right behind Tottenham. Um, but yeah, Liverpool in seventh. Like I mentioned, Brentford, Aston Villa. Uh, another one-one draw there. Aston Villa are still in sixth. They still look pretty darn good with Unai Emery. Um, and then Brentford are in tenth, having a decent season. Um, like I the said, bees. Leicester beat Wolves 2-1, which is huge, like Grant said. So, yeah, the situation relegation-wise right now, you have Leeds in 16th on 29 points. Leicester and Everton now tied for points on 28, but Leicester edges it because of their goal difference is better. So Everton are in 18th. Nottingham Forest are in 19th with 27. So, like you said, yeah. had they tied Liverpool, you have three teams on 28 points, which would have been fun. And then Southampton in 24th. Yeah, it's a close, close relegation battle. Leicester... The King Power was bouncing yeah, for this game. They were that hyped. was yeah, it was an electric game. Um they were hyped. Uh Ihanacho scored a pen and then oh no, it was Timothy Castagna scored. Castagna. Yeah. Tapping. Um good game though. It was a comeback. Yeah, I was surprised Ihanacho took it, not uh Vardy. Yeah. Uh, and then we had West Ham absolutely thrashed Bournemouth. Scorpion what? kick. West Ham, there was a scorpion kick kick in this it game. It was an Pablo, ugly scorpion Pablo kick. Pablo was... yeah, it didn't look wild, but scorpion kick is a scorpion yeah. kick. West Ham aren't out of the woods yet, but they're basically there. I think it feels, I think points-wise they're not, but it feels like form-wise yes. they have, yeah. have found their footing a little bit. I agree with you. This this was like, I wrote this on the notes, like this is a, a, a game that I think West Ham, this is the West Ham team that a lot of people expected to be having yeah. performances like this mm-hmm. against teams like Bournemouth. Being able to beat them 4-0, scoring, they scored twice off corners, they look good on set pieces in this game. Um, oh my god. What, what? Aaron Rodgers just got traded to the Jets. Oh, some little NFL breaking news. Rodgers, Jets get Rodgers, pick number 15, <laughs> and a 2023 fifth round. Jet Packers get number 13, a 2023 second, a sixth round, a conditional 2024 second that becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays. Wow. We just broke that. Yeah, breaking moose. Breaking news in the, in the, in the KCAU studios with hand egg, not soccer, the other football. Yep, Shout 50 out. seconds ago. Shout out. Huh. There you go. Aaron Rodgers. He should play for Leeds. Maybe they'll stay out of relegation. I don't know. Play goalkeeper. Add to the Americans. Yeah, Jets fleece. Yeah, that was a good trade. They got a lot of picks for that. Well, Packers got a lot of picks for that. Yeah, but one first. It was no first rounders, though, for Aaron Rodgers. It was a two-pick differential. Oh, yeah, because they just swapped. They just swapped. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty good. No first rounders is pretty good. Good point. Um, Okay. Yeah, it went pretty fast because we have to get to the game of games for Grant. Um, I have to let him be sad. But, yes, Liverpool look good against Nottingham Forest. That's all I'll say. Uh, I really hope they can sneak up into fifth and maybe get a Europa League spot. 
team that's helping him do that, Grant. It's time, buddy. The game of the week. I thought Arsenal-Southampton would be the yeah. game of the week until I woke up and saw this result. Yeah, I woke up, and in five minutes, I was sad. Um, final, Newcastle 6, Tottenham 1, Newcastle are now in third on 59 points, even with Manchester United. Mm. Um, United do have a game in hand because they were also in the FA Cup. Tottenham down to fifth. Yeah. 53 points. Fun fact, and then I'll let you go. I just want to share this one fact. They are. Down. They are closer mm-hmm. to being in eighth place now than they are yeah. to fourth. They are closer to not be in Europe than they are in than the Champions League Than they are to being spot. in the Champions League. A spot they've held basically the entire year up until three weeks ago. 6-1, go ahead. Well, so Jack, all this started, I feel like the turmoil started when Antonio Conte went off at Tottenham. And um, and then, you know. Went off I, as in, like, verbally? Yeah, like verbally, just... and then was fired because we had a bad game. Um, and everyone now is like, everything Conte said is right. And I saw some Mark Goldbridge tweet saying he was worried about Kane at United because... He doesn't have a winning mentality. I was like, dude, Hurricane is the only player that looked like he cared during this game. Like, yeah. that that's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever said. Kane, I've ever heard Kane getting this rap is because Tottenham have just been bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not his fault we haven't won a trophy. He's, he's, he pulled a club that had barely ever made the Champions League into relevant in a Champions League final. Like, you know what I mean? Tottenham making a Champions League final was, was huge. Like, that doesn't happen. Tottenham's right. not supposed to go that far. Um, but, I don't know. So then I've seen a lot of, like, Conte was so right. It was like, dude, Conte did exactly what he does everywhere. He Any problem, it wasn't his fault. It was everyone else's fault. Like, while Conte's right, you can't act like Conte wasn't part of the problem to being right. It was his club. He ran the club. Or he ran the players and the club, and he told the club who he wanted, and they got almost everyone he wanted. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't like that. But, yes, do I think there's problems at the club? Yes. Do I think Daniel Levy is an idiot and isn't good? Yes. I think this game is just what's been brewing for a while. You know, I mean, dropping points to Southampton up 3-1 with 10 minutes left, dropping points or with in stoppage time, dropping points to Everton in, in stoppage time, like, it's been brewing. The team isn't like you look at the starting eleven. It, it's not a good team. Like you look at like maybe three players are good. Like Hoiberg, Kane, and Son pulling up their eleven. Like Pedro Porro, you wouldn't say is good. Romero's bad. Dyer's bad. I don't know what Pedro Porro is doing on that second goal. Perisic has been awful. Kulusevski hasn't been good. The um, Oliver Skip is just young and. Pepe Sar starting is I was say, idiotic. That, that was a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Pepe Sar starting and going to four at the back. Like, five at the back, we probably lose this game. But the thing is, Jack, is we're down 1-0 in that first half, and changes can be made. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it, it's a lot different. And then there was a picture of all of our defensive players were positioned on that second goal when Jolin, or third goal when Jolinton made that amazing assist. Mm-hmm. Or was that... The fourth it was goal. Uh, Joe, Joe Willick was. The, yeah, are you yeah, talking yeah. about the outside of the yeah, foot one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Joe there was Willick. a video of or a picture of all of our players being out of position for a back four. It's because they all are used to playing a back five. They were in perfect position if there's a back five because there's a center back in the middle that would have been marking. Yeah. Um, who scored it? Jolington scored it, I think. Uh, it was. Oh, sorry. Uh, it was Alexander Isak. Yeah, floor, Isak. One. Yeah, Isak scored it, and yeah, of course he. Of course they were wide. He was wide open because. They thought they were in a four, a five 
at the back, not a fourth back. And it just apparently Pepe Sar was being coached up in the middle of it, getting taught what to do (laughs) when Tottenham didn't play for nine days. So the first part of the problem was that Stiolini was put in as the interim. Why would you put in the interim to the assistant coach that's only there because Antonio Conte hired him? Mm -hmm. Why not go with Ryan Mason, who took over for Jose Mourinho, won games, steered Tottenham into Europe in a very tumultuous season? Why wouldn't you do that? Like He won important games two years ago, uh, almost beat City in a cup final in his first game ever managing. I I do think the season... I don't think this would have happened if Ryan Mason was manager, and I don't think some of those events I just told you about would have happened either. Uh, he's just a better manager than Stiolini is. Um, so I think letting him go is a good idea for these last six games because with Stiolini, I don't think we make Europe. So I now is it, still is, it might not. is it Ryan Mason? It's Ryan Mason, yes, who, who should have been from the jump because right. he's pretty good tactically, and he's been at Tottenham for like, 15 years. Yeah. He was the one that had the, the head injury and had to retire early. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So, the game itself was just, it was one of those that was over before it started. It felt like it was almost a culmination of the yeah. defensive problems that you've seen all season. Yeah, I mean, Eric Dyer still our starting center back. They need yeah. two new center backs. They need a right back. They need a left back. And to somehow keep Harry Kane and Hung Min Son and uh, do, do you have any hope here. of that now? Son, I don't think will leave. Son's Tottenham for life. I was going to say think, Kane, though. Yeah. No, but there's still six games that maybe gave hope. I, I think, and I think a lot of this is rumors because I, I, I don't think Harry Kane would base his decision solely off of one game. Um, but he based his decision off if they got in the Champions off League. Off the result, yes, yes. I also, like, there was reports when we were playing well. It just, that's how it's been for the last, like, three years is when Tottenham starts playing well, Harry Kane wants to sign a new contract is the reports, and then when they play bad for, like, three games in a row, Harry Kane's leaving the Man United. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on if Julian, Julian Nagelsmann, is it Julian or Julian? Julian. Julian Nagelsmann is hired. If Nagelsmann gets hired and Kane sees this turning around a little bit, I think he would sign a one-year extension and then maybe go after next year if it's bad. But if it's same old, same old, I would not blame Harry Kane for leaving the club. I wouldn't. I don't think any Tottenham fan would. I think I think when – remember when he sat out, I think it was the beginning of last year, wasn't mm-hmm. it? And we beat City 1-0, and everyone was like, oh, are you watching this Harry Kane? That's yeah. what they were chanting. And then we got top four. I think that was his – yeah, I made the right decision here where – Things kind of fell apart a little bit, and and is Harry Kane like to blame on all of this? No, but has he disappeared in some of the biggest games this season? Yeah, like he was nowhere to be found versus Milan in that tie when we needed a goal the most. I mean, we lost one zero. Mm-hmm. Um, Hugo Lloris has been a scapegoat for a while, but he's just old. Like he's a club legend, but I I think he's a little immature still. Like apparently he got into it with a bunch of people at halftime, which what I'm not did, saying. What he did shouldn't. you make of his? Uh... Did you actually think he was injured? Oh, no, he's not <laughs> no. I, I, he's bad though. Like two of those goals could have been prevented. That was by for, for those who didn't watch the game. They they reported on the broadcast that he was subbed off at half. He was yeah. subbed off at halftime of this game for a quote unquote injury for Fraser Forrester, and that was after they were already down five nil because they gave up five goals in the first twenty minutes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, five goals in twenty minutes. Uh, Pape Pape Sar's experience 
was, was gone. That was they, unfortunate. They subbed on. And, like, there's been situations where Pepe Sar had to start, like, when um, Benton Kerr was hurt, Hoiberg was suspended, and um, Skip was suspended. Sar had to start in a Champions League game and taught mm-hmm. him one. I think that's what people are forgetting, too, is Rodrigo Benton Kerr was amazing before yeah. he got hurt. He was one of Tottenham's best players. He yes. was a glue in the midfield. I mean, that that Hoiberg, Skip, and um, Benton Kerr. Benton Kerr um, Midfield was really good, and that's when Tottenham was playing really well and mm. being able to feed Kulisevsky and um, Kane. And now there's reports Kulisevsky not even might not even be bought by Tottenham officially. So yeah, there's a lot going on. I, I think there's just needs to be more money injected. Let Tottenham, if we get Nagelsmann, go for it. Go for seven splurge or eight new players. Bit. Yeah, splurge on some world class players. Which, I mean, if you look at the summer transfer window, it wasn't like bad like Perisic was is world class or was world class and at the time they signed me was world class he just has been really bad mm-hmm. for Tottenham I mean I don't know they it changes need to be made I hope they are made the game itself Eric Dyer's bad like the, the defending just bad like they're not it's not good yeah I I, I don't know yeah the, to get into the specifics of that I mean, Dyer had a 4.8 match rating. Uh, Christian Romero started with him at center back, 4.5. And Lloris, before halftime, he was subbed at a 3.8. Um, when Forrester was subbed on, he got a 6.1 in the second half. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's a, it's a brutal result, like you said. It's, I think it's, we've talked about the, the defensive woes extensively on this show. You know, just mm-hmm. there, there needs to be changes made, and it is probably going to cost them a Champions League spot this year. Yeah. It's probably going to cost them Harry Kane in the offseason. So it's a it's a stinging one for sure. I don't think yeah. you can take the weight out of out of what this result probably means mm. for the future of this team. I mean, Villa and Liverpool are in good form too yeah. right behind them mm-hmm. and can certainly catch them. Like it it's a that's a scary it's a scary situation for for I guess you and 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 the rest of the Tottenham crew out there. Yeah, and I yeah, it is. You know, Emerson Royale's hurt, who weird saying has actually been like good for Tottenham lately. He hasn't been bad. Um Davidson Sanchez stinks. Davison Sanchez is bad. I am a little confused by like Ben Davies isn't playing more. Like he's better than Eric Dyer. <laughs> like Ben Davies wouldn't put that performance on. I don't know. It's just Dan Juma should be playing more. He should probably be playing over Kulisevsky at this point. It's just like remember when the season started, we're like they're gonna be so dangerous with Kulisevsky, Kane's son, and Richarlson, and literally Son's been bad. Yep. Richarlson's been awful and Kulisevsky. And that's the thing too. It's our the players have been very underperforming. You know, but Son's actually like he's not been that Son's been fine. He's been fine. The the problems are not with the attack. The problems are Son and Kane are left standing at half field while their defense, you know, defends yeah. like an under sixteens team. Like it's yeah. it's it is it was embarrassingly bad. It bad. was one of the worst it was one of the worst out of all my sports teams I've ever watched, it was the most embarrassing game I ever watched. Yeah, they, they and it would have been one thing if it was in August or like November. Right. This we're, happened. We're in April. Late this April. is a must win game for Champions League. Yeah. They did not show up, no. certainly. 
I do want to give credit where credit is due. Newcastle's though. good. Newcastle is very, very good. Um, I mean, their defense, like obviously, they didn't have too much attack to deal with in this particular game. But I think it's it's been remarkable. I've started to make a team of the season, like just because I want to release one for this show. I have to do it before the year ends. Yeah. But um, I have two, maybe three players from their defense in there. Um, I think Sven Botman and Kieran Trippier have been awesome. I would argue Nick Pope has been in there, but I did put Allison because I'm a little biased, and Allison has, if Liverpool didn't have Allison, they'd be in 11th place. Yeah. But um, that's besides the point. I mean, this team has, has come together exceptionally well. I mean, like, you know, Jacob Murphy's looking good, just 28 years old. Like, Joe Linton's been awesome. Alexander Isak's been great. Joe Willick, they have a young guy in him that looks yeah. super, super good. Um, they got a bright future ahead Yeah, of them. no, they're going to be really good, and obviously the money helps them a lot to build this stepping stone because they can basically go out and sign whoever in the world they want. And that's the one thing Newcastle fans will hear a lot of is they're, they're going to be a glorified Man City in about five years. Yeah, I yeah. think I think they're gonna they, have all the money in the world if they continue. Yeah, making smart signings, and we'll see what they can do in in a Europe situation yeah. and and who they might acquire. But if you're Tottenham, what's what splash signing you could see them making in the future? Or, oh, that's a really good question. You're putting me on the spot. Like I, I know people are saying David Rea at goalie, but like I mean like a big signing. Yeah. Do you see them mm. replacing Harry Kane? I mean, they have to, don't they? Yeah. I I mean I I just think with the way this season has gone, even if he does leave. In the immediate, it, that almost can't be your because I don't think you can replace a guy like Harry no, Kane. But, but I, I do stri- think you have to buy a striker somewhere. Richarl- you can't trot out with Richarlson next year. I mean, probably, you can though. probably not. He's your record signing. You probably can. Yeah, you almost you almost kind of have to because I do think like yes, Harry Kane, you're gonna have to figure out a way collectively to replace his output. You're not gonna do it with one guy. No, um, just because he's that good. But like you have to focus on defense this summer. Yeah. I, I don't think you can justify Back going after your striker. Goalie has to be. Yeah, need, there needs to be some new blood in in between the sticks. And yeah, there has to be some center back in there that is going to. I mean, they need like a Van Dyke signing, someone that is going to jump in there and command that defense yeah. immediately. Um, so I guess maybe you look at somebody younger in the Premier League who knows kind or of how to play this. Someone I wouldn't hate division. to is signing a former Tottenham player, Cameron Carter Vickers, back. That would be interesting. I, I don't think that's the splash side. No, though, but that I think that's a starting for. center back that I would think is good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. It's that, interesting. You know, the links to players will come out, and it's not like you know. I feel like there's a lot of Tottenham's a small club, and that's the like they still have the pool to sign big players. Like they signed a Richarlison who was wanted by almost every top level Premier League club, not named Manchester City. A guy that scored what 15 goals last year for a relegation-driven team. He was the only reason Everton weren't relegated. So Tottenham has pool there. Mm-hmm. Like they they have pool to get players like that. It's just can they? Yeah, that's the question. That'll be Grant. Grant will have a stressful off season ahead of yeah. him. Um, we're going to go to break. We come back. We're going to look at some European stuff. We'll recap the FA Cup games, mostly Man United because City is boring, um, and then we'll. Do another break, and then we'll talk Champions League, because we'll recap those games. Let's ride. Uh, and look at our predictions and such and such. Um, so stay tuned for that. You're listening to Box to Box here on KCOU 88.1 FM. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Box to Box here on KCOU 88.1 FM. Jack Knowlton, Grant Salzman. We just got done talking uh, Premier League. We recapped Match Week 32. We let Grant be sad. Uh, we'll let Grant move on. We'll pull him out of his misery. Um, we talked about Wrexham in the opening. Um, we've, we had FA Cup games. We're going to recap those two. And then a little twist in the Bundesliga, which I'll get to in a yeah. second. But we'll stay in England just to start. Um, we had the FA Cup semifinals, so we have our FA Cup final set in Wembley. I should look up the date. I don't remember off the top of my head. Gant, gr- gr- Gant? Grant, guess the date. What, for, what, what day do you think the FA Cup final is? Oh, it's June 3rd. Do you know that for sure? It's either June 3rd or June 10th. June 3rd, well done. Yeah, 40 days. You. June 10th is the Champions League final. 40 days, you're right. Um, it's the day after my birthday. I'll watch a little there City United action. Um, nice. Uh, so... Yeah, oh, City United, I spoiled it. So both of them won City, Sheffield, Manchester City 3, Sheffield United nothing. I mean, I, I looked at the highlights. I thought Sheffield seemed like they were doing pretty well for the first, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, once they gave up that penalty, it was just... Yeah, and then they gave a penalty. Mares scored it. I think, as Amara has been complaining about, like, not playing that I much. I think so. I think he might be out after this season. Yeah, I think he might be leaving, but he went out, went out with a bang. He scored a hat-trick. Man's, Riyad Mahrez scoring hat-tricks or scoring a lot of goals against bad teams in, like, important games, yeah. though, is, like, they're, they just go together so well. That's a, that's a very common theme. Um, yeah, Manchester City played a 3-3-3-1 in this game, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Three, three center backs, and then they just threw... Julian Alvarez, who is a striker, basically at center forward behind Wasn't, Holland. Like John Stones playing midfield? Uh <laughs> he might have come in and play midfield. Yeah. That's that's been a they've done that a couple times this season where they'll play him as like a CDM uh instead of instead of normally at center back. Like they'll start a Kanji and Laporte and then they'll put Stones in the midfield. Jeez. But yeah, they crush Sheffield and they are the treble is still on for City. Yep. They're in the they're in the semifinals of the Champions League as well. Got a big match against Real Madrid, which we'll also talk about. Um, but yeah, and then other game, nil nil though a very thrilling nil nil draw. Yeah, it between, was a great nil nil draw. Yeah, yeah between Brighton and Manchester United ended seven to six in favor of United on penalties. Solly March was the dirty bird for Brighton, skied his over the bar. Harry Kane-esque yeah, in the World Cup. Very, very World Cup Harry Kane-esque. And then Victor Lindelof, of all people, scored his pen, and City or United are playing City to try and knock them off of getting the treble. Uh, my favorite part of this game is the fact that United purposely did not start Maguire and instead put Luke Shaw, who is a left back, at center back. And Lindelof. And then Victor Lindelof. Does Tottenham um, have any chance against Man United? What, are they playing the Prem? Yeah, Thursday. No. No. Rashford's going to tear them apart. At home, though. Rashford's gonna, Rashford will tear them apart. But Harry Kane is Mark. Any team with Eric Dyer has very little chance. That's true. Eric Dyer sucks. It's going to be like 3-2. Harry Kane's going to tear apart the back line of Man United because it's who, like, Eric Dyer, or Eric Dyer, Harry Maguire and Lindelof will be starting. Yeah. So we have we have our FA Cup final Really set. good penalty shootout, though. It was a good penalty. Actually, yeah, everyone's penalty looked pretty darn good up until Solly Marsh shanked yeah. his. But, like, I, I was like, there was a lot where the goalies dove the right way, but they were just good who was, penalties. Who are you most nervous? For a Voot Vakehorst, I thought was missing. I didn't watch 1, it. One thousand percent. I saw the I saw the shootout like on replay, so I knew what happened. But that's, yeah. that's not a bad shout. Vakehorst, <laughs> I thought, and then he gave he gave Marsh the kiss of death. Did because he kissed the ball before he handed it to oh. Marsh. Did um, 
Well, Victor Lindelof did. It would have probably been Victor Lindelof, of all people. Or Luke Shaw. Dallas was almost almost missed. Oh, yeah, Dallas came close, yeah. They had, like, all center backs taking it because they subbed off all their attacks. Right, right, right. They locked it down. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Shout, out, shout out United and City. going to be a great game. We have two game. big derbies coming up. Especially if the, if City do lock up the Prem and get to the Champions League final and United know that they're probably the best chance at keeping them from winning the treble, that's going to be a, a pretty fun one. Who, who do you want to win the champion? Like, obviously, I know we either want, we want one of the Milan clubs to win. Uh... Like, you don't want Real Madrid or City to win, do you? No. But, like, who's probably going to win? Like, of this tie, who do you want to win, City or Real Madrid? Probably. I like watching Real Madrid Yeah, more. and I'd rather, like, while, like, them winning sucks because, like, they always win because they're so rich and everything and they have everybody in the world that they want. Um, It's better because it's funnier to see City lose. Yes. And, like, Real Madrid winning, like... I'm no- just cheering against City. Yeah, and, like, Real Madrid winning, who cares? Like, they win every time. They don't have, like... Between you and me, Jack, they don't have actual fans. <laughs> like, neither does City, but, like, Twitter, if Manchester City won, would be awful. They yeah. would never let it go, the few fans they have. What, who's yeah, a, what's a bad. bigger tourist club, Real Madrid or City? Uh, Gotta that's be a Madrid. good question. Eh, it's probably City. You I think feel like so? City have way more casuals than Real Madrid. They don't have as much history. It's true. Um, okay. It's a good point. Elsewhere around the old uh, European, we, we have the big twist around Europe yes. was we have a new player, new player, new team at the top of the Bundesliga table. That team is Borussia Dortmund after Mainz. Strangely. Did you watch yeah. this game? No, did you? I watched the highlights of it, and I It was 1-1, one, one, and then Mainz, all the, it was 1-0, oh. Bayern was dominating, yeah, and all of a sudden Mainz, yeah. I saw the goal to equalize, then all of a sudden I looked later, and it was 3-1, I was like... What just happened? It was it was very strange. Bayern were all over this game. Yeah, they were they were tearing minds apart for the first like, gosh, fifty minutes of this game. Yes, and then and then mine scored the sixty fifth and tied it, and then just took the momentum back. And it scored, was crazy. Scored two more. They beat Bayern. So what that means because Dortmund uh, knocked off in very good fashion four uh, 0 over Frankfurt um, with five games left in the Bundesliga season. Dortmund are now at the top of the table on 60 yeah. points. Bayern on 59. Bayern are smoking them in goal or Dortmund in goal difference for what it's worth. They've both played 29 games. Uh, Grant, this leads me to a trivia. I hope you didn't uh, hi- hover over the white text on the dock okay. and cheat. Don't do it. Um, when is the last time a team not named Bayern Munich won the Bundesliga? Well, Lewandowski didn't win it at Dortmund, did he? I'm not answering that question. I'm going to go. <laughs> I, I know Bayern won 10 years in a row. I think it's been 12 years. Uh, I have the year. Wait, I have to do that math. I think Dortmund won it in like 20. Was it Dortmund who won it? The it last? was Dortmund that won it last. I did. Was it with Lewandowski? I don't know if Lewandowski was there yet. I think it was like 2011, 2012. Is that your guess? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. That's correct. 2011? 2011-12, yep. that season, which, yes, that would have been, yeah, 12 years ago, right? Yeah. No. 11 years ago? Because 22 would have 11 been. 11 years yeah, ago. 11, season started 12. 11 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, that is the last time a club not named Bayern Munich won the Bundesliga title. So this is serious, and obviously that was Dortmund. Uh, 2008-09 was the last time neither Bayern nor Dortmund won the title. 2008-09? What team do you think it was? Leipzig didn't exist yet. Yes, that's or true. Or they did. They, they were like, have, they, yeah. That was their first year. It might have been very It was very probably small. either Leverkusen, Schalke, 
or I wish it was Leverkusen. Freiburg. I'll tell you that. It's not Leverkusen? No. Is it like a well-known team? Like, do I yeah. know who they are? Yeah, yeah, probably. Is it Schalke? Nope. Is it Wolfsburg? Wolfsburg. 2008-09 was the wow. last time neither team. So there's not a lot of parity in the old Bundesliga. So this no. is this is a big deal. Um, there are five games to go. They there, don't play each other again. There is a lot of parity for teams that aren't named Bayern and Dortmund. Co- correct. Yes. Yeah. There's not like a lot the of parity. The top four race is always fun. There's not a lot of parity at the top, very no. tippy top of the Bundesliga no. No. for who wins. No. So no. this is a big deal. Dortmund no. look really good. Their attack's really fun. Yeah. They've got like Daniel Malin, Sebastian Aller, Krimediemi is really good. So... A thing to watch, for sure, um, in the title race for the Bundesliga. Um, and then we segue. We already started talking a little bit about it, previewing Champions League. Grand we also I- have all the other European league, uh, tournaments got their semifinals. Yeah. Including the Premier League teams in a semifinal. In which one? The Conference League. Who's in the... Is it West Ham? Yep. That's right. Did they beat... Um, did, oh, did they, they beat like nobody. Like, yeah, like a Dutch team or something? They beat... Um, Ghent, three to two, and then they beat AEK Lanarka, which is a Cyprus oh. team in the round of sixteen, and they beat Ghent. They play so AZ Alkmaar oh, yeah, in the AZ semifinals. That's a, that's a Dutch team. That's the team that um. There's an American on that team. I can't think of his name right now. Yes, there is. From the I Chicago also, Fire. I also can't think um, of his name. Jordi Malkovich or Malkovich oh, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, um, Malkovich. Yeah, something. Fiorentina play at Basel, so you would have to think it's probably going to be Fiorentina versus. Uh, West Ham, but you never know. Could be fine. Um, Europa League, Juventus beat Sporting 2-1 in okay. the second leg to advance. Um, Sevilla beat Man U 5-2 I did on that. aggregate. Great game. 1-3-0. Yeah. Really funny game. Harry Maguire had an awful giveaway. <laughs> it was awesome. Roma beat Freyernord 4-2, and Leverkusen beat um, Union St. Gilles. Gilles. They're a Belgian, they're a Belgian club. They are Belgium. They beat FC Union Berlin, which made me sad. Mm. Um, the Jordan P. Fox. But yeah, so it's going to be Leverkusen versus Roma and Juventus versus Sevilla. So Ooh. that Europa League final should yeah, be that's really actually good. Pretty makes it Let's roll, that. roll Leverkusen. Come on, boys. Yeah. Um, other, only other news I remember, uh, Juventus got yep, their points deduction uh-huh. uh, re- overturned. Overturned. So, so they now are in the Champions League spot. Yes, they're now in third on 59 points. So now it's not as important for them to win the Europa League. Yes. And Napoli beat, um, who did they beat? They beat someone this weekend. They beat... They beat Juventus. Juventus to... Do they secure the Scudetto? Not yet. If they win this weekend, they will. It's done. And, and Lazio Bar- drop points. Barcelona's close to yeah. in La Liga to winning that. Do we before we get into the Champions League, should we talk some promotion relegation in or some promotion in the championship? Teams we could see uh next year. If you've got it, sure. Um real quick. Burnley and Sheffield United are all but promoted. Sheffield United or Burnley is promoted. Sheffield should be promoted soon. Burnley can win the championship this uh, tomorrow. Um, Sunderland had a huge win over West Brom. Daryl DK's West Brom, who tore his Achilles. Um, they now sit sixth. Between fifth and twelfth place, Jack, there's a four point difference. Between sixth and twelfth, which is the last playoff spot, mm. there's a three point difference. Yeah, it's down to the wire. Yeah. Down to the um, wire. Fru gets to get beat so by. So yeah, uh, is um not Oldham. Who is it? Huddersfield. No. 
No, Huddersfield's. Who's the no? Who's the barely Luton? Luton. Yeah. Luton's Roll in third. Luton. Middlesbrough fourth. Coventry fifth. Sunderland sixth. Sunderland, I think, would be one of the only teams ever to go League One to Prem. Yeah, definitely. So they would the be ones. way out of their league there. Should we take a quick break or should we talk Champions no, League? No, let's now? just talk Champions League. All right, let's um, do it. But shout out Luton. Yeah, that, bunch that, of midweek that games. That six too. to twelfth race is is playing for the right to get dispatched by Luton. Yes, facts. A ton um, of Prem games this week as well. Yeah. Big uh, prim games. Leeds Leicester tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be a weird schedule because there was FA Cup. So yeah. all the all so the yeah. Everyone plays in the midweek, I'm pretty sure. And then you yeah. have weekend games too. Um okay, Champions League. We had last week. Um I forgot to tweet the picks, but first game we had uh Inter one, Benfica one with infi- with Inter advancing through on an aggregate. It, we was were kind dr- of right. it was a draw. Yeah. Um, also, I did not realize. Like, I think I turned this game off. I didn't realize Benfica until just now scored twice. Yes. I had no idea. Yes, they scored twice at the very end. It, it didn't was, matter. It was Inter three, Benfica three. Uh, it didn't matter because Inter had two 0 leads. So they advanced five three on aggregate. Um, Barella's or, goal was amazing. I was going to say the only note is I love Nicola Barella. He's yeah. really really good. Um, I also have convinced myself. After watching these two inter games, they are going to destroy AC Milan. I think they might. I think they're I gonna. Think they I think they're gonna crush them. All these games were so boring. Yeah, I, I, I truthfully, I watched highlights just because, like, I knew I was like, all these teams are just so out of it. Like, you had City. AC Milan, Napoli was all right. AC Milan, Napoli was the thrilling one that finished one to one. Napoli had a penalty, missed it. Kavrashalia, that's how you, that's how you say it. his name. Oh, I forgot a note about the Prem, uh, or not about the Prem, about the FA Cup. I know why Brighton lost. It's because our boy Evan was injured. He couldn't play. Evan was hurt. Dang. So that's the Evan segment this also, week. He was, he was injured. He couldn't play. Tottenham had an opportunity to sign Carvachelia and the cl- decided not to oh, earlier smart. this year. Geniuses. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. yeah, the Georgian Jack Grealish. He yes. missed a pen, but yes, Napoli scored later. They tried, but again, Milan just had that goal. They from the scored first like leg the 95th minute of yeah. like five minutes of stoppage yeah, time. So they had one more chance and couldn't get done. It, it was done. They they needed a goal in, in yeah. earlier and they couldn't get it, which is unfortunate. I, I wanted think to see them go all the way. They all looked. So, did you see how sad they all looked? Yeah, in the I was game sad. Ended? They all looked very, very. sad. I was sad. End of an era. Um, uh, but now, yeah, they can be back unless they don't sell everybody so next year, which they probably will. Napoli Inter, in, or not Napoli Inter, Milan Inter. So two games in the San Siro. Played in the same stadium. Yeah. And then... And the San Siro's getting torn down next year. Yeah. Next year's going to be their last season, so it's a, the, the last bang for the San Siro. Yeah, huge. And then more boringness, uh, Chelsea nil, Real Madrid 2, Madrid <sighs> advancing 4 nothing. So boring. Rodrigo scored twice. They're really good. And then City, Bayern, also kind of boring. They tied, but the problem is yeah. uh, Bayern messed up in the first leg and conceded three. Yeah. City advanced 4-1. The best part of this game, the Arabic commentator. What did was you, that? Did you see this? Oh, we called him Upa Maguire. Yeah, Upa Makano, who played horribly in the first leg of this tie, played. He bad. almost got a red card, but it was an offside. Yeah, yeah. He he offset. He got a red card offset. Had a, he fouled Holland from behind. He gave another game away. This game was also overall pretty chippy. There's yeah. a lot of cards. Um, Sadio Mane was. Sadio Mane scored. He didn't. He scored in this game. Or am I wrong? He I'm scored. Wrong. He scored this weekend. His first oh, yeah, goal in like a weekend. long I he time. He needs to go back to Liverpool. He's been bad at iron. Yeah, he might get. Kick, they might sell him because he punched Leroy Sané in the face. Yeah, Sané versus Mane. Did you see Mane came on for Sané and they had like a weird handshake, a, a little high five? Yeah. Um, the the thing I was going to say though, the uh, there's a com- an Arabic commentator, I guess, who yes, he called Dwayo Pumacano, who's a French center back who's played horribly in both these games. He's normally pretty good. He is normally all right, but he called him a Pumaguire. Yeah, making fun of Harry. Poor Maguire. guy. Yeah, well, Harry Maguire shouldn't suck. 
and then That's you won't true. get made fun of. The most expensive defender of all time, actually. Yep. Do you know who the most expensive goalie of all time is? No. Keppa. Oh, that's right. It is Kepa. That's so weird. That's right. That's he right. sucks. He's at Chelsea. Eh, he's been all right. He's been all right. Um, so, yeah, our semifinals, it's Real City and then Milan Inter. Um, I hope they're better. I hope they're fun games. City Real will be. Yeah, City Real will be. There's going to be like 20 goals. Yeah, Real won't roll over. Ramadan Benzema and Erling Holland. <laughs> um, Except it's not Ramadan anymore. Att- yeah, so. att- att- attempting, watching, uh, I don't even know who plays like fullback for City off the top of my head, but watching them try and stop the Kanji. They don't really have a fullback. That's what yeah, like they're they're weird like that. John so Stones. Watching a Kanji and Stones try and stop Rodrigo and Vinicius Jr. would be fun. Also can I say this? Like John Stones has been amazing lately. It's true. CDM John Stones. And Aaron Wambasaka has been amazing lately. People are calling him the best one on one defender okay. in the world. And like people need to chill out with that. He's very good. He's been very good though, Jack. People need to chill out I know out you don't like that. Man United, but he's been very good. People need to chill out with that. He's been very good. I saw that that people were like, has Aaron Juan Basaka won the Trent versus Juan Basaka versus Reese James debate? No, 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 no. no, no. He has Reese James is still better than him. But Trent Alexander Arnold is better than both of them by a nautical mile. Maybe not on defense though. Doesn't matter. He's not a defender anymore. He's a midfielder. Aaron Juan Basaka so doesn't contribute to winning. But Aaron Juan Basaka has been good. Don't be good. biased. He's been good lately. But he's he was horrible before this. He was. He was terrible. He's good now. His first couple seasons after he transferred. Where did he terrible. come from? Crystal Palace. Ah, he was really yeah, yeah. bad. Also, Wilfred Zaha is going to leave Crystal Palace. Come to Tottenham. Wow, that would be terrible. That'd be awesome. He's washed. Alan Sam Maximan is the new Wilfred Zaha. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't Zaha been in the league less than Saint Maximan is? No. No. Been, or Zaha's been there forever. Yeah, Zaha's been at Palace for a long time. Their best player ever is going to leave. That's yeah. what everyone's saying. It's he's, like he's, I saw like a tweet like, get ready for the last six games of greatness. Yeah. and then They'll be fine, though. They got Etze and uh, Olise. They're, yeah. they're both great. They're great. I love I They're going to be good. They're going to be good. Great. Once Roy's gone, they'll be good. All right. We're ending the show. Go Spurs. Thanks, everybody. Oh, we got a Liverpool-Totten game this weekend. That's what we get to talk about. Do we? Next Monday, yeah. In what? Sunday. Oh, yeah, they do play each other. That's a huge game. Ryan Mason, right. master class. Yeah, I mean, Liverpool will lose that game. Just no, at Anfield, you think they'll lose? Yes. Oh, no, not at Anfield. They they'll don't draw. Lose. They don't lose at all. They'll draw. They avenge leads. Draw. Uh, I'll go draw. Well, no. No, Liverpool winning. Draw. Liverpool winning. Go uh, Totten. Hope everyone enjoys. They'll win this week. Nope. They'll win once. They'll beat Man United. Liverpool scored seven goals against Manchester United on Newcastle March United scored six goals against Tottenham Hotspur on you April. Wanna, you want your outro to be the loss? What is it? On April? 22nd. 22nd. Or 23rd. 23rd. But go Tottenham anyway. Go Harry Kane. I love you. Liverpool scored seven goals on Manchester United. Go Tottenham. Seven. Seven goals. Seven goals. Seven nil. 